We're live, baby. From San Antonio, the Detroit Piston Balls. Yep. How you doing, Athen? Doing pretty good. How you doing today, Sammy? I'm all right. It's been a little bit. We haven't been here for a whole week. We were back in Florida, and uh, it was too hot. I'm not going to lie. It's too hot to do anything, so we didn't stream, unfortunately, but we're back here with you guys, and better than ever, Afton is no longer a homo. He is engaged. Um, I am here, and that's good, and Ahsoka came out, so we've got a lot to talk about. Skipping over the first two things, we're into Ahsoka. Ah. How'd you like it, Matheson? Uh, I thought they were great. I really did. Um, All right. I got to stop the stream for one thing. Are you wearing a turtleneck? No, sir. It's a it's a compression shirt thingy. I don't Why know what it is. That? I found it in my closet. I was like, huh, those are clothes. Like, let's see what that is. You literally found the most stupid thing you could possibly wear and you wore it on stream? Yeah. Why didn't you wear it? You're an idiot. All right. Continue. Uh... I thought it was great. I like pretty darn close to everything I see so uh, everything I've seen so far, uh, especially the antagonists. Not gonna lie, names went in one ear and out the other. I'll remember their names when season three comes out. Um, it. Uh, you want to break it down? Or you want me to elaborate? Uh, I want to know what you thought of it after a breakdown. We can break down in a second. I want to know what you think of it. I thought. Out of 10, the first episode, I'm going to give that one a, I'm going to give that one a solid eight and a half. The, the second episode, I think I'm going to give, I'm, I'm going to give it the, the exact same thing. I'm giving both eight and a half. I love them, including certain stuff like uh, the Night Witch chick that we don't know much about so far. I love them, including... That weird map, the freaking Ahsoka, and then I, uh, Ahsoka being with that one droid that did all the lightsabers, which of course is just how it works. But it's just so cool to see that in live action. One thing that I thought was really cool was the uh, painting they did. They had that a painting, a mural, pretty much of all the rebels together, and they uh, pretty much just had that in the rebels. Um, That's the same design. One that's I know, I know. I'm saying it's in the design of the uh, of the what's it called? It's in the design of the animated in the live action. I just think it looks cool because they could have made it try and look realistic or something, but they just straight up. It, it was like not breaking the fourth wall, but at the same time, it was like that's kind of cool that they just put it in the exact color design of the animated series. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> uh, the second episode was. An easy eight out of ten. I liked it a lot, but there were some big problems that <clears throat> it's crazy. People seem to hate Kenobi, and I definitely don't like Kenobi. But I also I don't want to say I don't like it, but there's things in Kenobi I really love that I think that good outweighs. You've got a bad static going on, buddy. Um. Anyways, the good in Kenobi I think is. Pretty good. It doesn't completely outweigh the bad in Kenobi, but 
it definitely makes a, a, a run for the money. <clears throat> now this, I feel like people are kind of holding on to hope because this is Dave Filoni's project. And, you know, I can understand why. But the bad in this isn't that good. Uh, I mean, I liked it, but I'm going to go an 8 out of 10 on both. <clears throat> so do you want to break it down, kind of what happened, or do you want to just share what we liked and didn't like? Ah. Uh... You go first. What did you like? What did you not like? I did not answer my question. <laughs> okay, let's break it down what we like and what we didn't like, and you go no, first. Do you want to break it down what the show was, scene for scene, or do you want to say what we liked and didn't like? Let's go with what we liked and didn't like. Okay. So two different things. All right. Um, start off with liking. I really love the theming of this. Everything was on point. It was very well done. The music, for the most part, was, like, awesome. The, the theming as of like the sound and the setting for every place was awesome. Uh, props and characters looked good. Everything seemed pretty great overall for that. And that's something I feel like we've missed a couple of times. And or it really didn't feel like Star Wars in a lot of things. And that's something that I think it was super disappointing because that show had high potential. Kenobi, um, Kenobi and Boba Fett kind of felt cheap. I mean, I don't know for sure. I think we've gone over a couple of times, but Bubba Fett and Kenobi were like, their budgets were way lower than Andor, way lower than Ahsoka, way lower than all these other shows. And it kind of showed. Everything seemed cheap. Everything seemed similar. Nothing seemed new. Everything seemed repetitive as for like the scene or the setting. Um, and that's something that bothers me the most. Is, you know, the scene and setting you know, when you're on a franchise like Star Wars or Marvel, it should be somewhat familiar. It's good to add new things, but you've got to have some familiarity. I mean, just to, that's why people are there. They're drawn into a story of Star Wars, so you've got to have some some of the theming match up. And I think this has done a pretty good job overall for the most part. Um, I do like the antagonist. I love where the story is going with them. The, the whole... Balin Skull, um, Shin, I forget her last name, that's the chick. Balin is the dude, Shin is, Shin Haiti, that's right. Shin Haiti is the apprentice, uh, Morgan Elsbeth is the girl that they broke out, obviously, and then whatever that Inquisitor guy is. That whole setup, that whole story, that whole plot, them with the map trying to find Thrawn, it's got me intrigued, um, and it's doing a pretty good job. That's probably one of the most intriguing parts of the show so far. It's just that storyline. And those are two things I really did like. You know, world creation, different, you know, things that they did add were pretty good overall too. Some things I didn't like. Um, I don't like how they've interjected Sabine's character. Um, and kind of that's another thing is Sabine herself. Sabine's character seems to be on point but it just seems oversaturated if you she's a young girl she's a teenager you know maybe early early 20s and so she's got a lot of punk in her right she's pretty rebellious and it shows and i think they're doing a good job of showing that i just think they're showing it too much uh for instance a guy den of nerds josh you guys maybe have heard of him if you're listening to this he made a good point, and I was like, that that completely checks out. The scene where they're doing this presentation on the fall, 
and the prime minister or whatever his name is is presenting the mural and he's like Sabine Wren and Sabine's not there and then we get the scene of her on this expressway pretty much with her spear um and then she's doing that escaping these guys who are like oh we're gonna get you they don't try very hard and they're like all right whatever get out of here they don't care too much and then she escapes and then she goes back to her thing and it shows some things with like Ezra and the loath cat and that bike scene really wasn't needed you didn't need that to show how rebellious she was i mean her just not being there was enough her being somewhere else showing her soft side is enough and i think that that's some oversaturation of the character that i didn't like it wasn't a huge deterrent but i just didn't like it and the other thing is i understand the point of it because you can't just be like Oh, Soka, hey, Sabine, you want to be my apprentice? Because that's a story they're trying to push. You can't just have it. You've got to have some sort of background. But the way they're doing the background story of Sabine and Ahsoka is a little confusing. I don't think they're doing it all that well. Um, and maybe I'm completely wrong. And, you know, as the next couple episodes come out, I'll be proven dumb. But as of right now, I don't think – I think they're just interjecting – you know, backstory where it just doesn't need, and they're just doing too much. Uh, so those are two things kind of revolved around Sabine, right? Uh, I, everyone knows this is going to be a pretty girl centric show. And I have no problem with that because that's what these characters are. And we're going to have some cool guys in there, you know, Thrawn, Ezra, uh, Balin, these are some cool dudes, but they don't help their case when they try to make Sabine this rebellious character because it just kind of seems like Disney's trying to push girl power. And I don't think that's what they're doing, but I could see that. And I could see how it would go not very well over with fans. And then the last thing, this is a big thing, and I think everyone universally agrees with this for the most part, is I did not like her being stabbed, uh, Sabine Wren. She got stabbed by Shin Hattie. They had a little lightsaber duel. Shin kind of makes her look dumb for the most part, and then stabbed her. I, I'm not a fan of this. They've got to stop doing this. You can't keep stabbing people, cutting people in the chest, and then not killing them. Because so far, the only one who's died so far is Qui-Gon Jinn. And I find that insane. That, that's ridiculous. They've got to stop doing that. It was ridiculous enough with Reva doing it twice. And I get they tried to make it look like Sabine was stabbed more to the side. And I think they did a fine job doing that. But just like cut off her hand or something. Like I get the point of her being stabbed. But the actual stabbing is the problem because you're making the lightsabers seem like they're not damaging, right? I mean, if you think back in the prequels in the original trilogy, any lightsaber damage is a lot, right? Qui-Gon stabs to the chest, dies. Obi-Wan is sliced just on his thigh and his arm barely. It's not even cutting in deep. It's not like his legs cut off, but it's just touched. It skims, and he falls over, and he can't get up and fight, right? People getting their hands cut off, that was pretty much paralyzing. Where now we're just getting people stabbed through the sternum and it's just not doing any damage. I I really do not like it. And that's someone made a good point that it's it might be Disney interluding, interjecting uh, again. It's Disney, and there's a pretty good chance they didn't want a limb flying off. So maybe there are, you know, their agreement in the middle was all right, just stab her. She can still be stabbed. She can still be injured, but don't cut off a limb because that's just too much. 
which I find ridiculous because the original trilogy prequels are all rated PG-13. So, I mean, it shouldn't be a problem. But that's a good point that I should bring up. With all of that being said, what are your likes and dislikes, Anthony? So I'm gonna I'm gonna start with my likes. Um, I think that th- this is one that I say about every time you start a new Star Wars series, but I just can't skip over it again. I think the visual effects are absolutely amazing right now. You're seeing these this uh, uh, Lothal. You're seeing that in live action for the first time. You're seeing all these scenes that you've seen from Rebels, all these different places, and it just looks beautiful. And then they go to that one scrapyard planet. And it's so much just insanely huge things being taken apart. You got the hyperdrive being built and all these different things. And it just it just looks beautiful. I think I thought the um it looked a little bit goofy with the phantom. At first when I was thinking of it, the phantom flying trying to catch that, it was just like wow, it's really just going back and forth real fast. And then I remember that's pretty much what it did in Rebels. That's just how it works. And you just don't see very many other ships that are that small that do that. But um I like that uh, the, the the visual effects a lot. I thought it was um, interesting. I I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with Chopper because he was a big part of the Rebels series, and so far he's thrown a tracker. But there's not much he could have done so far. But I'm just interested to see if they actually implement him or if he's just going to be just another droid again, and see if they do a lot with him, make him like pretty much a character, like a main character, like they did in Rebels. Um. One of the oh shoot the, the freaking cats those things look terrifying but I think they do it really well like I don't I don't know another way that you could put them in live action that look better do I like the way they look no they look absolutely terrifying but it's it's clean it looks good um I I was gonna say that I didn't like that scene with the speeder bike but for a different reason now that I think about it I think I agree with you that it was just completely unnecessary but I was gonna say it was drawn out. Because that thing felt like it was a minute and a half long just for her to dodge a ship. And it's just like, okay, now what? And I guess that's exactly what you were saying too, where it was just completely unnecessary. But either way, it was a whole complete like choreography of a freaking speeder going under a, what's it called? Uh, A ship and all this on the cool expressway and all that. But it just felt long and drawn out, even if you could justify putting the scene in there. Um, I I liked the um, what's it called? I like that that um, shoot, the the apprentice's name. What's her name? Shin. Sorry about that. I liked uh, Shin. I I think she's probably my favorite character so far. Him, he, her, or uh, the master. They're both really good. I, I like them a lot, but um, I think that uh, Shin is a lot more mysterious in these weird ways. She's supposed to be like, like we're, we're focusing a lot on the uh, former Jedi, but we're going to, I think we're going to overlook Shin until she like reveals her own background herself. I'm excited to see that. I, I will uh, say what they've been doing with them, I think is like, it's, it shouldn't really be a new thing. I feel like it's a new thing that's like almost an old thing, is they're mercenaries, right? We always see Jedi who survive either become Sith or they stay Jedi and hidden, and that's pretty much it. We haven't really seen Jedi who just become mercenaries, at least not unlike the new Disney Star Wars media, and I feel like that's a pretty 
Legends ideas. We've seen a couple times in Legends, but it's nice to actually see it in canon on in Ahsoka. I think it's it's pretty cool actually. Um, I would agree. Both our characters are super mysterious, super super cool, and I love both our characters so far. I also gotta say, um, oh now I can't remember his name. The droid, the Jedi uh, lightsaber instructor that Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh, um. Oh, I can't remember that name. I literally was trying to remember it, so I wouldn't forget on stream. But now I literally can't think of the life of me. He was shown in Clone Wars. I love his character. He's a cool droid. It's like, Hyung. What's that? H u y a n g. Hyung. Hu Yang. Hu Yang. Hu Yang. But his character is—it reminds me a lot of the the droid from Rogue One, uh, like the Imperial droid that Cassian Andor takes, like the sassy, funny kind of droid. It reminds me of that, and I and I like that. Those are always fun, cool droids. Um, and plus, it's nice—they finally use an older droid. You know, they're every single series we get is pretty much a new droid being added. It feels like. They're not. They're using Chopper and Huyang. They're both droids that have been established in canon before. I like it. And I think they're doing pretty good with them so far. I will agree. I can't wait to see what they do with Chopper. And then another thing that we haven't really seen, but we know for sure is going to be in there. I wonder what they're going to do with Jason Syndulla. Um, We know we obviously see him in the Lego set. We obviously see a, a shot of him in the show or in the trailer. So I'm interested to see how big of a part he plays in the show as well. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things I do like and don't like. It's, I, but I think the biggest thing is it does like the theming. It's just been very different. Andor really didn't feel like Star Wars, and that was a big problem for me. It's like I liked Andor, but it was it dragged on too long, and the theming didn't really feel like a lot of Star Wars a lot of times, and that's a big problem with me. Kenobi, uh, Kenobi just had a lot of story problems, right, and. That that in itself is its problem. Boba Fett is probably my least favorite show so far. I really don't like Boba Fett that much at all. Mando season three, I I don't know how that one. That one is like a mid. It's as mid as you can get. But this feels different so far. The story is like for the first time ever is super intriguing. Like yeah, like you're excited to see what happens next. I think the last show that's done that was Bad Batch season two. But before that, it's been like maybe Mandalorian season two. So it's been a while since we've gotten a live action show that like kept you coming for the next episode. Yeah, I'm I'm especially excited for the plot of this episode. Like, you're this is what I was gonna bring up. My last thing is I'm genuinely excited to see. Like, we got these former Jedi, at least the Master is, who are trying to find the last Grand Admiral Thrawn. Why the frick, if they're Jedi who are not mercenaries, do they care about Thrawn? And that is just so cool. I, I don't know. I'm sitting on my the edge of my seat, just waiting for the next episode to come out. I'm honestly very excited. Like the other ones, I'm like, oh, cool, more Star Wars next episode. No, this one is genuinely. I can't think of a single reason they'd want to go see Thrawn other than they're being hired out. But then you got like there, there's so many factors, including that the Mother Witch is just so excited. She's not Mother Witch. I don't know who she is. She's Death Amir chick ish. She's cool. I think it would be cool to include like a full night sister, but. Yeah, I'm excited to see what that is. I'm yeah, it's got me intrigued for sure. Let us know what you guys thought of it. If you guys uh, you guys enjoyed it. If you guys disagree, agree with our points, we're not going to break down the whole show just because I don't want to spoil it too much. 
Um, it's only been out for a couple of days. I'm excited. I also got to say, I don't know if it's going to be Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday. But this new early date, this early release, no more of this midnight or 3 a.m., golden move by Disney. I think it's going to bring a lot of eyes, a lot of popularity to it. You know, come home from work. Oh, we got a soda on. Let's go watch it after dinner. Like, I think it's going to do good just in itself, which I think was a smart move. And I'm excited because, God, I hate waking up at 12 to watch these shows. And they found found a good way to do it without compromising anything because they're releasing it at like 3 a.m. on a Wednesday Eastern time so that they could have a full weekend to do box office. So instead of going a little bit later on Wednesday or something like that on a reasonable time, they decided to go to uh, 9 p.m. on a Tuesday. So just giving even more time to get that box office built up for the full weekend. It's like they solved their problem and didn't even sacrifice that box office weekend like they like to know. I yeah. That was probably one of my favorite things because I no, Yeah, I, like I like it. No, I'm very excited. I don't know if, if it's going to be on Tuesday, 9 o'clock. I know it's supposed to be 6, 6 p.m. Eastern or Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern. I don't know if it's going to be Tuesday again or if it's supposed to be Wednesday, but nonetheless, I know it's supposed to be earlier. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited with that, happy with that. There's really not much else Star Wars going on. I mean, Ahsoka's coming to Fortnite, so that's cool, I guess. Star Wars Lego, we've got obviously some big sets dropping here on September 1st. These Ahsoka sets so far all look like they're going to be a banger of sets. So look out for those reviews. Um, and then obviously the Republic Gunship going to be a banger. Um, the pedophilic Chewbacca is coming out as well. All going to be very awesome sets. Um, so look out for those reviews because I'm super excited about those sets. Those are going to be like, it seems like pretty much the 2023 highlight Lego sets um, for sure. Also, don't go check, don't, don't forget to go check out the uh, new vlog. We haven't done a vlog in like two or three months, but we went to Disney World, fun trip. We met Darth Vader. He said some pretty sussy things to us, so go check it out. Yeah. Anything else after you really want to hit? Nope. That's about it for me. All right, with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Don't forget to hit next week's stream, 7 o'clock. Um, more Ahsoka breakdown and review. Um, yeah, with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Don't forget to hit that follow and download if you're on the pod. And we will see you guys in the next one. See you. Peace.